Hello, hello, hello. Marahavin Bikis, Marahavin Bikas. Welcome to another episode of When Things Fall Apart, Hard Advice for Difficult Times by the renowned author, Miss Pima Chadron. It is from the Shambhala Classics. And it's been a few days since I've loaded up an episode and today we're going to talk about opinions. And I'm going to jump right into it and I'm going to start off by saying when we hold on to our opinions with aggression, no matter how valid our cause, we are simply adding more aggression to the planet and violence and pain increases. Cultivating non-aggression is cultivating peace. So we're just going to jump right into it today. Pay attention. It's not going to be that long this episode, but it's going to be very important in this episode. So one of the best practices for everyday living when we don't have much time for meditation is to notice our opinions. When we are doing sitting meditation, part of the technique is to become aware of our thoughts. Then without judgment, without calling them right or wrong, we simply acknowledge that we are thinking. It's an exercise in non-aggression toward ourselves. It is also an exercise in bringing out our intelligence. Seeing that we're just thinking, but with no attached hope or fear, praise or blame, but when we sit down to meditate, it's not always that ideal. Often, noticing that we are thinking, even if it's only for a quarter of a second out of an hour of sitting, is accompanied by blame or praise. It's good or bad. In any case, there's more involved than just labeling it thinking. But after we've practiced meditation for a while, because we just sit alone with ourselves doing nothing but being aware of our out-breath and noticing our thoughts, our minds become stiller. Therefore, we begin to notice everything more. Whether we think we're noticing more or not, we really are. In meditation, we allow a lot of space and then we begin to see whatever comes up with increasing clarity and with increasing vividness. We notice that we're churning out thoughts all the time and that there are also gaps in all of that chatter. We also notice our attitudes about what is going on. Then we begin to be untuned to our habitual patterns and see what we do and who we are at a level of holding ourselves together with opinions and ideas about things. Then we're not in meditation. We could begin to notice our opinions just as we notice that we're thinking when we're meditating. This is an extremely helpful practice because we have lots of opinions and we tend to take them as the truth, but actually they aren't the truth. They aren't just our opinions. We have a lot of emotional backup for these opinions. They are often judgmental or critical. They're sometimes about how nice or perfect something is. In any case, we have a lot of opinions. Hold it right there. We're going to go for a brief, brief, brief break and we'll continue right now opinions are opinions nothing more or less we can begin to notice them and we can begin to label them as opinions just as we label thoughts as thoughts just by this simple exercise we are introduced to the notion of egolessness all ego really is is our opinions which we take to be solid real and the absolute truth about things how things are to have even a few seconds of doubt about the solidity and absolute truth of our own opinions just to begin to see that we do have opinions introduces us to the possibility of egolessness we don't have to make these opinions go away and we don't have to criticize ourselves for having them we could just notice what we say to ourselves and how how much of it it is just our particular take on reality which may or may not be shared by other people We could just let those opinions go and come back to the immediate of our experience. We can come back to looking at someone's face in front of us, to tasting our coffee, to brushing our teeth, to whatever we might be doing. 
if we can see our opinions as opinions and even for a moment let them go and then come back to the immediacy of our experience, we may discover that we are in the brand new world, that we have new eyes and new ears. When I talk about noticing opinions, I'm talking about noticing them as simple ways of beginning to pay attention to what we think and do and how much energy comes along with that. Then we can also begin to realize how solid we make things and how easy it is to get into a war in which we want our opinions to win and someone else's to lose. It is especially tempting to do this when we're engaged in social action. Let's use this as an example of the ozone layer. We can write, we can rightly say that the thinning of the ozone layer is a scientific fact. It's not simply an opinion. But if the way we work with trying not to further harm the ozone layer is to solidify our opinions against those we feel are at fault, then nothing ever changes. Negativity begets negativity. In other words, no matter how well documented or noble our cause is, it won't be helped by our feel, you know, our feeling of aggression toward the oppressors or those who are promoting the danger. Nothing will ever change through aggression. You could say that not much things change through non-aggression either. However, the non-aggression benefits the earth profoundly. The root cause of famine, starvation, and cruelty at the personal level is aggression. When we hold on to our opinions with aggression, no matter how valid our cause, we are simply adding more aggression to the planet and violence and pain increases. So nothing is getting better, folks, by adding aggression to the planet. All it, all it causes is violence and pain increases. Cultivating non-aggression is cultivating peace. The way to stop war is to stop hating the enemy. It starts with seeing our opinions of ourselves and others as simply our take on reality and not making them a reason to increase the negativity on the planet. I'm going to leave you all right there. We're going to start finishing up this episode pretty soon. So bear with me one second while we take a brief break. The key is to realize the difference between opinions and clear seeing intelligence intelligence is like seeing thoughts as thinking not having opinions about whether these thoughts are right or wrong in the context of social action we can see that what a government or corporation or individual is doing is clearly causing rivers to be polluted or people and animals to be harmed we could take photographs of it we could document it we can see that suffering is real that is because of our intelligence and because we don't let ourselves be swept away by opinions of good and evil or hope and fear it's up to us to sort out what is opinion and what is fact then we can see intelligently the more clearly we see the more powerful our speech and our actions will be the less our speech and actions are clouded by opinion the more they will communicate not only to the people who are polluting the rivers but also to those who are going to put pressure on the people who are polluting the rivers just as the buddha taught it's important to see suffering as suffering. We are not talking about ignoring and keeping quiet. When we don't buy into our opinions and solidify the sense of enemy, we will accomplish something. If we don't get swept away by our outrage, then we will see the cause of suffering more clearly. This is how the sensation of suffering evolves. This process requires enormous patience. 
it's important to remember when we're out there non-aggressively working for reform, hear this out, you guys, the process requires enormous patience. It is important to remember this, folks. When we're out there non-aggressively working for reform, that even if our particular issue doesn't get resolved, we are adding peace to the world. We have to do our best and at the same time give up all hope of frustration. One piece of advice that Don Juan gave to Carlos Castaneda was to do everything as if it were the only thing in the world that mattered, while all the time knowing that it doesn't matter at all. That attitude leads to more appreciation and less burnout because we do the job wholeheartedly and we care. On the other hand, each day is a new day. We're not too future oriented. Although we are going in a direction and the direction is to help diminish, diminish suffering. We have to realize that part of helping is keeping our clarity of mind, keeping our hearts and our minds open. When circumstances make us feel like closing our eyes and shutting our ears and making other people into the enemy, social action can be the most advanced practice. How to continue to speak and act without aggression is an enormous challenge. The way to start is to begin to notice our opinions. Quick break before we wrap up this episode. Hold your seats real tight and we'll be right back. I end off this wonderful episode by saying to you all today, there is nobody on the planet, neither those whom we see as the press nor whom we see as the presser, who doesn't have what it takes to wake up. No, we all need support and encouragement to be aware of what we think, what we say and what we do, folks. Notice your opinions. Notice your opinions before you speak. If you find yourself becoming aggressive about your opinions, notice that. If you find yourself being non-aggressive, notice that. Cultivating a mind that does not grasp at right, neither, or wrong, you will find a fresh state of being. The ultimate sensation of suffering comes from that. Finally, never give up on yourself. Then you will never give up on others wholeheartedly do what it takes to awaken your clear seeing intelligence do what it takes to see that clear seeing intelligence but one day at a time one moment at a time if we live that way we will benefit this earth folks and I'll end off by saying, let me promise you, I promise you that these readings will help you. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, check out the previous episodes on When Things Fall Apart, Hard Advice for Difficult Times. I am endlessly, endlessly grateful and appreciative that you all took the time out of your day 11 to 12 minutes out of your day in order to listen to me and grab this mindful information because all I'm trying to do is bring value to your life. I'm not trying to bring a whole bunch of jokes and laughing and gestures, even though sometimes I chuckle here and there, but this is about bringing value to your life. This is about waking up. You know, a lot of us, we were asleep before if you're in the same predicament as me. Once you were asleep, then you awaken and then you start to see things more clearly. You start to grab the sense of impermanence, which is the greatness, which is the goodness in reality. So whether or not that's good or bad. So remember, like I just said to you just now at the end of the chapter, the ultimate sensation of suffering comes from that. Finally, never give up on yourself. 
Because if you give up on yourself, then you're going to give up naturally on others. Okay? The way you do this is wholeheartedly awaken yourself so you can see the clear intelligence that we all hold. Nobody is stupid. No human is is incapable of learning and open up their mind and being awakened, okay? All humans have the capacity and intelligence to be the best that they can be because God is not stupid and God didn't make anybody stupid. He produced human beings that choose not to use the capacity of their natural brains and senses. And one of those senses, okay, those natural senses is to open up your eyes and be awakened. Thank you all so much. May peace be with you all. And in the wonderful, beautiful language of Arabic, Ashalamu alaikum.